Welcome to Lead 360. I am your host, Anthony Waite, and join me as we discuss the principles and the practices to unlocking your full potential by becoming a person of influence and leading a life by example. Welcome to Lead 360. Anthony Waite here. Today is from the Tribe Friday, where I go into the Facebook Tribe, our private Facebook uh, group, Lead 360, and I ask the group, what are some things that you're dealing with or some things that you have learned when it comes to leadership, influence, development from yourself, developing those that you love and developing those that you lead? And the other day I asked, what are the top three lessons you learned in 2019? You see, we're getting ready to get into the new year and it's very important that you reflect on the lessons that you learn so that you can apply them to the next year. Because my hope for you is that you don't show up this time next year the same way that you are today. Our job, our duty, our calling is to become better every single day. Fuller expansion, fuller expression. And if we don't become intentional about it, days, months, years will pass and we'll wonder what happened. And from the tribe, we have a few people that shared their uh, three lessons learned, and I want to give them to you today in hopes that you can take notes, take these down, and apply them to your life because I think it's very interesting what happens when you get a group of like-minded individuals who brainstorm, who mastermind around an idea and come up with answers. It's really powerful stuff, and that's why I love our Thursday night calls and our Saturday morning calls because we talk about a certain topic, but it takes on a mind of its own. And you leave there with so much more knowledge, but even more importantly, a different perspective. And so our first one comes from Kevin Hurl. Um, I've known Kevin from now for the last year, and we were in a private group uh, together, um, a, a previous mastermind. And uh, he's a really awesome guy, straightforward, got a lot of stuff going on, uh, great things happening in his life. And I'm just honored to have him part of the Lead360 group. And Kevin says this, he says the three things that he learned is one, find your keystone habit and stick to it. Consistency is key. Number two is own the first hour of your day. And once you do those three things, everything will follow on from those elements. And now, I I totally agree with getting your keystone habit, your strengths. And whenever you find your strengths, you find those habits that you are that are helping you, stick to them and let them uh, repeat themselves over and over again because consistency compounds. Everybody wants to hit a home run. Everybody wants to try to do things 10x and do things new every single day but we learn from two ways really constant repetition and sudden impact and when you find those habits that are serving you it is in your best interest to repeat them over and over and over again because they eventually will compound into a movement they will compound into the fruit that you're looking for consistency compounds and it's the little things that you do daily that make up the big difference, not the one big thing that you do one time. Leadership happens daily, not in a day, right? And owning the first hour of the day is so important. Um, I think that it really sets the tone for the rest of the day whenever you wake up on your own terms, meaning you get up, you stretch, you get the blood flowing in your body by working out, you get some water, you rehydrate, you read a good book, you meditate, you pray, but you take that first hour and you really set the tone and the intention for how the rest of the day is going to go. I've actually tried this and um, it's been part of my morning routine. And I realized that on the days that I don't do this, my day goes 
gets chaotic and I, I, I'm all over the place. But if I can start the day on my own terms, I can really control how I want it to show up and how I need to show up as the best version of myself. So thank you, Kevin, for those. The next one comes from Christian Escobar. He says, always know where you are, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Number two, accept your flaws and triple down on them. Study yourself, all the, ba- all the bad, because the goods are already there. And number three, work from the inside out. Uh, <laughs> man, these are really good because it's about awareness. It's about becoming aware of how you are showing up, who you are being, so that you can do the things you need to do to have the things you need to have. I talked about this on a previous podcast, the be, do, have. Everybody wants to have success. Everybody wants to have an impact. Everybody wants to have something or an outcome in their life. But what we have to understand is that if you don't first become that person, you will never be able to do the things that you need to do so that you can have the things you want to have. And always know where you are physically, mentally, and spiritually. This is the self-awareness that a lot of people today struggle with. You see, it's easy to tell people what to do. It's easy to give orders. But it's another thing to give yourself orders and follow through with them. Meaning, we know we should be going to the gym. We know we should be taking care of our body. We know we should be eating good. We know that we should be working on our mental health just as much as our physical health. And we know that we should be should, should believe in something bigger than ourselves. But how many people do you know lack these three areas? They lack the physical strength, the mental strength, the spiritual strength to go out and make a difference. Not only in other people's lives, but in their own life. So that they lead by example. Um, and number two, accept your flaws and triple down on them. You know, we all have strengths and weaknesses. And, and the other day I was talking to a young leader and they were going into a board to do an interview. And I said, make sure you can speak on your strengths and your weaknesses. And they said, well, I don't have any weaknesses. And I said, well, you better find some. <laughs> we all have weaknesses. It don't matter how high you go up, um, no matter where you're at. We all have weaknesses that we must be able to confront flaws that we need to confront. And if you can't do them yourself, you need to find somebody who can hold you accountable. Because if your flaws get out of control and you don't become aware of them, they can ruin your life. And you'll see this time and time again with people who become addicted to drugs, addicted to alcohol, addicted to pornography, whatever the case may be, we find these flaws and we have to address them. We have to become aware of them. We have to get accountability. And then most importantly, we have to take action on shifting those. Because if we don't, we will lose our influence, our credibility, our integrity with ourselves, but also with those we lead and those we love. So thank you, Christian, for those. Uh, Juan Barajas. Uh, Juan, Juan, I worked with him uh, a couple of years ago um, in San Diego. And this young man, he's been taken off. He's been doing amazing things. Just graduated an advanced school um, in the Navy. And he has just done amazing things. Him and his wife, Iris, I'm not sure where they're going next, but I know they were in San Diego and he went to San Antonio for school. Um, But Juan says this, three lessons that he learned. Take everything as a lesson. Behind every adversity is something good. Fall in love with the process. Um, (laughs) Take everything as a lesson. You know, life has a really interesting way of providing lessons to us that if we don't stop to reflect on the experience, we never extract the lesson. And when when we don't do that, when we don't get the lesson, what happens is that we get the test first before we get the lesson. (laughs) And you know what happens when you don't study, right? Yeah, you fail the test. 
And I think that every day life happens for us, not to us. And there's a lesson in every single thing that we go through. And if we stop to pause and learn from that lesson, we can lead other people and steer them away from those obstacles. And talking about the advantage of adversity, behind every adversity is something good. You know, adversity is something that everybody faces, but not everybody talks about. Nobody wants to talk about the struggles. We only want to talk about the success. And one thing that I do, um, especially in our Lead 360 group and on our calls, is I share a lot of the struggles that I kind of went through in life because I want people to understand that no matter where you are and how high you go, you're always going to have struggles. You're always going to have obstacles. There's always going to be adversity. And that's where the resilience piece comes in, your ability to adapt and overcome adversity. You see, adversity happens to everybody, but only those who are able to correct, to learn from the lessons and to become resilient and foster that resilience, only those people will bounce back and get to where they were, and if not, get higher than where they were. Adversity is one of those things that can make or break you in your professional life and your personal life. And if you understand that every adversity has good in it, every burden has a blessing, you approach them a little differently. You have a little bit more faith and a little less fear. And so um, number three, he said, fall in love with the process. Everybody wants the perks, but not everybody's willing to pay the price. Everything comes with the process. There is no um, quick path to anywhere. But today's world, we see the end result. We see the highlight reel. We see what everybody's doing. When we compare our for now to somebody's forever, we lose sight of the process. And the process means what are the things, the five to six tactics that I have to do to get to my end result? And a lot of people won't fall in love with the process. They fail one time and they and they quit and they give up on the process. And let me tell you this, I'm a work in progress. You're a work in progress. We all are works in progress and we should be because you never really arrive. You constantly should be bettering yourself every single day, 1% better every day. And over time, that compounds into a transformation like no other. And so thank you, Juan, for that. I appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Josephine Larson, she is a part of the group. She just got selected for a commission as a naval officer and as a Navy nurse. Um, and I've been able to see her kind of grow for the last couple of years and just amazing leader, amazing influencer. And her heart to serve other people um, has been really cool to see um, how she has been able to use her process and her uh, journey to help other people do the same thing. And so the three things that she learned was never stop pushing. Everything happens in due time. Use the naysayers as fuel to reach your goal. Prove them wrong. You know, I just want to touch on number three because everybody has um, this person in their life, the naysayer, right? You put out your goal there. You tell people what you want to do. You tell them your aspirations. And I always say this, Never tell a blind man your aspiration and expect for them to have the same vision that you do. And I'm not talking about a physically blind person that can't see. I'm talking about people who have no vision for their own life. You see, when we tell people what we want to do and we tell them our goals and aspirations, if they are not pursuing something for themselves, they will automatically ask, well, how are you going to do that? And you know that suspending the know-how is the number one requirement to reach your goal. You don't need to know how you're going to do that. You need to know why you're going to do that. What does it mean for you? And when you see the naysayers, you take action and let your actions speak louder than your words. Let your actions prove to them that they don't know what they're talking about and that they have no idea what you're capable of doing. Meaning, 
Don't let them put a limit on your potential. But every day we see something or somebody who we tell what we want to do, we tell them our goals, our ambitions, and they tell you, well, how are you going to do that? Who do you think you are, right? And the biggest naysayer of all is ourselves. Anytime that you go out to do something brand new, that you go out to try and step out of your comfort zone, your mind, your thinking, your belief system is going to kick in. And it's going to remind you of the last time that you failed. It's going to remind you of where you came from. It's going to tell you that you can't. And it's going to come up with all the reasons why you can't do something. And you prove them wrong by one thing, action. Constant, consistent action. You know, Kevin talked about this um, at the first um, part of this. Consistency is key. And the way that you prove people wrong, the way that you you get to where you want to go and you and you prove yourself wrong whenever you tell yourself you can't is by consistent action taken daily. And so I think that is very powerful because I'm willing to bet anybody listening to this has a naysayer in their life, has somebody that's kind of uh, the pessimistic person that says, well, that's stupid. That, you can't do that. There's no way. And it's never been done before. I'll, I'll guarantee you that whatever it is that you want to do, it's been done before. And that's why I talk about model and then modify because if there's something you want to do, chances are somebody's done it already. And all you need to do is find that person, pay them for mentoring or coaching, or and, and then ask them. And then model what they do and how they got there. And then modify it to your unique gifts, talents, and abilities. And so thank you, Josephine, for that. I appreciate it. Uh, great uh, three uh, points from 2019. The next person is uh, Sebastian Garcia. Sebastian is a, is a pharmacist uh, in the Navy, and we went to actually officer development school together, and uh, such a great guy, um, and he's actually moving close to me. I'm excited because he's moving uh, closer to where I'm at, stationed at, so hopefully we can get together and catch up again. It's been a couple of years, but these are the three things that he, he said. He said, number one is calm down. Things have a way of always working out. Number two is be patient with people, work, and family. Number three, you are your own best cheerleader. Sometimes people just don't know you're doing great things, so let people know, Be, but be humble. Number four, success has no weekend. Every day is a day you need to conquer, regardless of the day of the week. He said, I know you said three, but I had four big things I learned this year. <laughs> Sebastian, thanks, brother. I appreciate that. You know, being patient with people, work, and family. You know, if you take number two, be patient with work, people, and family, and then go back up to, to Josephine where she said everything happens in due time. You know, the law of gender states that there's a gestation and incubation period for everything. Meaning when we plant the seed for what we want, it's going to take time. We have to water that seed. We have to nurture it. We have to put it in, in fertile soil so that it grows and sprouts the fruit that we are after. This takes patience. Knowing that, you know, a farmer doesn't go outside and plant a, a crop of corn and then come out tomorrow and, and see if it's sprouted. He doesn't pick his corn because he knows there's a 120-day uh, incubation and gestation period for that corn to process, to grow into what it needs to be. And the same thing goes for us. We must be patient with ourselves, with the people that we are around, um, the people that we serve, um, our work, because everybody wants to get to the finish line. Everybody wants to get to the next obstacle. They want to get to the next summit. Only to find that when they get there, either one, they were ill-prepared, or number two, it wasn't what they thought it was going to be. And I've, I've witnessed this in my own life, where I've set goals, and I achieved them, and I climbed up the ranks, and I got to where I wanted to be, 
only to get there and not even enjoy the view because I was going for the next thing and the next thing. And what happens is we become exhausted and we lose our patience with those we lead and those we love, but most importantly with ourselves. And I think one word that comes to mind is give yourself grace because there are days where you're not going to be 100%. You're going to fail. And if you're not patient with the process and trust in the process, you're never going to try again. And I like number number uh, three that he says, he says, you are your own best cheerleader. And that is so important. I talk, We talked about last night on our call, but there's three things that you need to believe in. Number one is yourself. You have to believe in yourself more than anybody could ever believe in you because there's going to be days where people doubt you. And if you don't believe in yourself more than the average person, you're going to start believing that you can't do it. And if you can't cheer yourself on, and you aren't your own best, your own encourager, you'll become your, your worst discourager. And you have to be able to cheer yourself on when nobody else is around. Because if we, we don't cheer ourselves on, we're our own worst, and we're not our own worst, our best cheerleader, we're going to be looking for other people for validation. And when you do that, it's a, it's a slippery slope to failure, or feeling like a failure, because not everybody's going to cheer you on. And it's not their job. If you're doing things for the likes, if you're doing things for the uh, validation or the confirmation, I want you to consider this. The self-talk that you have is is the most important conversation you're ever going to have in your life. And if your self-talk is not positive and it's always negative, you're going to, one, not take any action, or two, you're going to procrastinate with inaction because you're trying to be perfect. And the only person you need to prove that you can is yourself and you do that by consistent action but also being your best cheerleader i think those are important important um, lessons learned for 2019 and then the last one is success has no weekend (laughs) i love this you know everybody gets ready for friday so that they can you know let loose and do whatever they have to do only to come back monday and say ah well it's monday the case of the mondays and i love this success has no weekend because whenever the weekends for me, like this Friday, I go, I, I go to work, I do my, my nine to five and then work starts for me at home, the podcast, the speaking, the prepping everything and doing things behind the scenes so that I can get ready for the opportunities that are coming. And I love this because whenever you realize this, I think it was the coach John Wooden said, if you wait for an opportunity to prepare, it's already too late. You must prepare for the opportunity in advance, knowing that it's going to come. But if you don't prepare today, you'll miss those opportunities because when they show up, you're not going to be ready. And you have to understand that the weekends are where, you, where the warriors go to catch up and to get ahead. Discipline is the daily use of, of, of the time that everybody wastes. And so while everybody's sleeping, I'm up at 4 a.m. When everybody's hanging out on the weekend, I'm doing work and I'm getting things ready. I'm putting things, you know, irons in the fire so that I can mold the future of what I'm going to do. And anything that you're going after, you have to understand that you're going to have to sacrifice. And sometimes that is your weekends. Sometimes that's late nights. Sometimes that's early mornings. But every day is a day you need to conquer, (laughs) regardless of the day of the week. Uh, Thank you, Sebastian. I appreciate that, man. I look forward to catching up with you soon. Uh, Safe travels uh, during this time of of traveling for you and your family. And, And I'll see you soon, buddy. Uh, the last one comes from one of my good friends, uh, Mr. Rhett Heinrich. He, uh, uh, we were stationed in San Diego together. Uh, great guy, awesome a mentor, I would say, of mine. The conversations that we have are, are nothing short of amazing. And I just saw him recently in San Diego. 
Um, and he says, just one, and it's not learned in 2019, but completely reiterated and proven once again. Never quit. <laughs> one thing I value about uh, Red is that he, he lives that out every single day. I couldn't probably count on, on both hands and feet how many times this guy's probably been told no. Um, and the resilience that he has, the skin is thick on this man. Uh, he is the epitome of never quit. And, you know, we spoke in San Diego. Um, I was speaking to a, a group of executives in San Diego and we had dinner together and we were talking about all the things that have been going on and, and, and where we are in our careers now after a few years. And, you know, he's been told no a couple times, but he's never quit. And I'm excited to see what happens in, in, in 2020 for him. Uh, he's a, he's a fellow Navy nurse as well. And, just an amazing person. And I think that if I can close this off any better than that, it's never quit. You see, many people are going to set goals in 2020, but not everybody's going to achieve them. And it's simply because people are going to quit. Things are going to get hard. Life's going to get in the way. You're not willing to sacrifice. You're not willing to do the work. And if you've heard me speak before, I ask you two questions. Are you willing and are you able? Everybody's able to do what it is that they're after. I truly believe that. I mean, I, I was homeless as a teenager and I get to do what I'm doing today. And if you would have asked me that, you know, 15, 16 years ago, would I see myself doing the things that I'm able to do today? I would have told you no, because that old person used to quit when things get hard, fold under pressure. And today I can tell you that the resilience, the mindset, the dedication, the discipline, it allows me to never, ever quit. When there's people that rely on you, when people are looking to you to guide them through life, not just through work or through school or whatever, but through life, you cannot quit because quitting means you're giving up on yourself. Most importantly, you're giving up on those you love and, and, and ultimately you're giving up on those that you lead. And when you take on the responsibility, right, the ability to respond to those you influence, and you look at it as more than just a title. You look at it as a calling. Quitting is, isn't an option. And so as we round out today, I hope for you, my hope for you is that right now, today, in the next couple of weeks that we have, you are setting the intention for 2020, meaning you are setting those goals. You're aligning yourself with the purpose and your vision. And you're giving yourself a command to never ever quit because I'd be lying to you if I told you that it's going to be easy. 2020 is going to be a new year. It's going to be a new you. It's going to be better than ever. It's going to be better than before because the truth is it's about how you make it and how you take the steps and the actions necessary to never, never quit, to never give up on what it is that you're after. Because uh, there was a, a quote that says, if one advances confidently in the direction of their dream, they will be met with um with success in an uncommon hour and now if you think about that if one moves confidently in the direction of their desired outcome or their dream they will be met with success in an uncommon hour meaning you don't know when it's going to happen how it's going to happen but if you know why it needs to happen that's going to get you to the finish line and one of my good friends dale lesby he he says this he says everybody talks about the victory step and most people think the victory step is when you cross the finish line. But the victory step is when you take that first step on the journey, on the race to get to where you're going. 
and I think it's so true. Taking action is, is the number one key to success. Consistent action compounds daily. And if you make yourself a promise that you'll never, ever quit, that you'll see everything through, and that's in your relationships, that's in your health, that's in your wealth, uh, that's in your leadership, that's in your development, that's in whatever area of life that you're after that you need to change, that you need to fix, that you need to get better, never, ever quit because the results will come as long as you take consistent action. Thank you for tuning in today. As always, if you found value in today's episode, please share it with those you lead and those you love. Also, don't forget to connect with me on social media. My Instagram is Anthony Waite Official. And on Facebook, we have a Lead360 group where you can request access and stay up to date on the next leadership and development training happening every single month. Don't forget to be intentional and make an impact. Remember, live, learn, and lead.